Good evening. I'm really hoping that everyone had a great day and your mind is slowly starting to be at ease, even if you're having a hard time keeping it at a neutral level of being at ease. The topic for today is what is addiction? There's different forms of addiction that you can be addicted to. But one addiction is no better than the other because it all ties into the same thing. Being addicted to something or someone for the temporary fix of the moment that only lasts for a quick moment, but long enough to have you forget about what you should be living for long term. And you have to really understand to stop gravitating toward short term and the less useful things that's making you not balance. It's so easy to gravitate towards the moment versus step away from the moment and actually lean more towards what balance you so that you can understand you. The longer you stay addicted to the moment, the longer it will take to admit that you're addicted without even allowing yourself to control it. But you control you to understand how the addiction may be controlling you. When does the addiction control you the most? At what moments do you feel like you fail because your addiction has taken over? Wishful thinking of the moment versus wishful thinking of reality that you have to understand. What one drug won't do, another one will. How often do you find yourself experiencing something new, something different, a different high? Something you think will get you there so you put one thing down and say, I'm not addicted. So when you say, I'm not addicted to this anymore, but this drug over here is better. But either way it go, it's a drug that your addiction is controlling you. Because you're addicted to the high. And it doesn't matter what type of high it is. If you can feel a high that's similar to the high you felt before, then you're an addict. Even though you enjoy hitting it, does the high enjoy hitting you? Even though you're inhaling it, does it inhale properly to give you the indication that it enjoys the passion of of effort to keep coming back to? Because the high knows eventually he or she will hit this again. So I'll be waiting. Or do you just get high on something else that keeps rejecting you? But you choose it because you know it will eventually get high off you if you keep hitting it. When you're not around, what keeps you high? It seems as though you forget about the addiction or what you're even addicted to. But when it's in your face... That's the most dangerous thing walking. Imagine yourself in a room. You're by yourself. And I want everyone to think hypothetical here. And it's not even so much as it's more than just hypothetical. It's put yourself in this position. You're in a room. You have a tray. And it has crack cocaine, heroin, ecstasy, 
and meth. In another corner, you have weed. You have alcohol. You have wine. But in the middle, it's a cup of water. It's a cup of water. It's some orange juice. And it's some aspirin. Now, this first table with the crack cocaine and heroin, you actually look at it. And you ask yourself, do I want to hit that? Do I want to actually try that just because it's right there? You know, it looked kind of crazy. It may make me feel kind of crazy. But I think I might just have to give this a hit. Just to see what it's going to do to me. And you take a hit. And this is your first time ever taking this drug. So you take a hit. But before you took it, you actually observed it from afar. And you wonder what that high would be like. So as you're wondering what this high would be like and what it will feel like, your brain is starting to manifest what you are thinking about. So it's going to gravitate towards you. And when it gravitate towards you and you hit it, and that first hit, it be like, mm, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. I don't know what this high is doing to me, but let me hit it again to see if I get that same effect. And if you get that same effect, it's like, okay, let me go to something else. Let me go to the weed real quick. And you smoke the weed, you hit it a couple times, and you say, ooh, this is giving me a nice little chill, chill buzz. And as you hitting the weed, your body and your mind is becoming more and more relaxed. So you like the feeling of this because you're mellow. You mellow jello. Now you stuck in the middle with actually going at your flow. So then you pour yourself a, a shot of a douce or a shot of Grey Goose. Whichever your your poison is, you pour a shot of it. And you take a shot just to boost that high a little bit. So after you take a shot, it give a burning sensation in your heart. But it also give a tingling sensation throughout your body. Now your mind got you thinking that all these different mixtures, oh, this is what I like to feel. Now it's time to party. But then you scroll back to table number one. I'm not high enough. Let me take this little hit real quick. Okay. Heroin, I see you. Let me take a hit of you real quick. And you take a hit of the heroin. And the heroin is a powerful high. It gets you there, but it's quick. So you got to pay attention to it because if you don't pay attention to this high, it's going to make you want to get high so quick. By the time you even look up, you didn't got high about 10 times off this one thing that only lasts for about 30, 30 seconds. Now you have to get high again. So you hit the heroin a couple times. Now you scroll back to the table with the weed and the liquor. You got to hit the weed a couple times to get higher. And then you take another shot of something else. But then you scroll back around. You done went around the room about five times. Now you so high, you could probably do backwards flips. You're feeling incredible. And in this moment, you're feeling so incredible that once the high start going down, you sit and you wonder what's next. 
So you keep getting high because you don't want to think about what's next in the moment or what's next permanently. So you think about what's in the moment, which is temporary. And with this temporary fix, you're making permanent decisions based off of how you're going to keep having to indulge your body with things that is a quick fix. The thing without the thing about being addicted to a drug, it's like being addicted to a human being. We all have been addicted to something or someone at one point in time, whether you're addicted to buying clothes as a coping mechanism, addicted to having sex numerous times to someone you know is no is no good for you, whether you're addicted to smoking or drinking, or the other high, whether it's ecstasy, whether it's pills, any type of pills, any type of cough syrup, anything that you're addicted to, it's always a quick high that you enjoy being up there and you don't want to come down. So a lot of times, have you ever been in a position where you walk away from the addiction and you actually get into your own war, your own world of that cup of water. Now, when you couldn't drink water properly, you walk past the water and you let the water. It was at first it was cold, and you had a couple ice cubes to go go with it. But the more and more you kept chasing the high, the more and more the water, the ice cubes were starting to dissolve in the cup, and it was melting. And then the ice turned from cold to warm to hot. Now it's burning your tongue because you let it warm up for so long versus actually sitting there drinking it. Because you kept filling your body with nonsense versus trying to cleanse it with your sense. Not the nonsense, but your sense. Your sense of direction. Your sense of appreciation. Addiction is very strong. Because a lot of times we could be addicted to things and not even know. All we know is the cycle that we go in. And once you go into that cycle, it's kind of hard to get out of it. And even when you get out of it, when you're physically face-to-face with your addiction... That's how when you know you're addicted to something because you don't want to be addicted. But at the time, you're, what you're addicted to can be addicted to you. So you may not want to hit it when you come around it, but that don't mean that it don't want to hit you. So when you're actually face-to-face with it, you really have to talk yourself down of not hitting what you got away from. And when you actually take yourself away from things that's hard to stop hitting, you actually become addicted to yourself and actually enjoy hitting yourself and actually appreciate the high that you give yourself. Because when you gravitate towards a high that is killing you, that's harming you, but at the time it helps you and it makes you feel so good. That temporary moment, it's like you lusting and you drooling over something that you know 
is killing your brain cells. But at the time, you say, my brain cells will be all right for this minute. Just this one last hit. Let me take this one last hit. Let me take this one last chance. And if you're not hitting what you're addicted to, what do you feel like? It feels like you're, you you want to die. It feels like you can't breathe. It feels like it's just the end of the world. Because this addiction have chased you for so long to allow you to believe that this addiction is you. But you're not addicted to the addiction. The addiction is addicted to you being addicted to it. So once you stop being addicted to your addiction, it can finally dissolve like baking soda and water. And you understand that you actually chose to walk away from your addiction. But how long does that really take? There's no timetable on allowing you to get out of your comfort zone of addiction. You could be addicted to an environment that is hard for you to get out of. You could be addicted to eating food that you know is no good for you. So you eventually tell yourself, I'm going to eat right. I'm going to eat right. But as you telling yourself, actually do it because it's so hard to tell yourself that I'm not addicted, but you do the exact thing that you're addicted to. And you become more addicted because you keep trying to psych yourself out of admitting that you are addicted. Yes, I'm an addict of drugs. Yes, I'm an addict of sex. Yes, I'm an addict of food, of eating food. Yes, I'm an addict of breaking promises. Yes, I'm an addict of failing. Yes, I'm an addict of misunderstanding. Addict don't just have something to do with drugs. Addict is a mentality that you repeat, that you're addicted to repeating, whether it's good or whether it's bad. You can become an addict to appreciate the good things, or you can become an addict to constantly bringing in negative things that's no longer you, but you making it you. Addiction has so many different parts and so many different forms. It stops you from doing a lot of things. And learning how to balance you versus addiction, it's not easy. But once you actually learn the steps to it, it becomes easier. But as you grow older and say if you have a family member that's addicted to drugs or addicted addicted to the fast life or addicted to just something that you can't even understand, like, how are you addicted to that? Why are you addicted to that up until you get in a position where you become addicted to something that you are trying to get away from? It's like, I don't know if anyone ever seen how high, but (laughs) the, well, I'm not even going to give an example of how high because uh, what can I, uh, I'm going to give my own example of something that I'm going to picture right now as I'm feeling it. Say you have, you're dribbling the ball, right? And as you're dribbling dribbling this ball, you're trying to bounce it in your left hand because you're so addicted and used to bouncing it in your right hand. So you try to switch and you wonder why do you keep gravitating back to the hand that you're used to? So now 
your other hand is forcing you to bounce with the other hand. So you get six, seven balls get thrown at you and you're trying to figure out how do I bounce all these balls? How do I bounce all these balls? How do I do it? But that's just how addiction is. Even when you think you have something under control, addiction comes at you and it comes at you and it comes at you until you actually face it and pace yourself to understand that it's not easy to get out of a cycle. But actually understand that once you're getting out of a cycle, create a goal that you want to reach towards to get out of an addiction mentality. And once you create a cycle that actually fits you, do not create a cycle that fits other people. Because everyone have their own form of of addiction that they take and the methods that they take to get out of. Like, if you say you have an addiction to rehab, yes, rehab works for majority of the people that I say, yes, you have an addiction to rehab. (laughs) Yes, you have an addiction to doing drugs. No matter what drug it is, you're addicted to using drugs and everyone thinks that, okay, when you do drugs, go to rehab. Sometimes rehab don't work for other don't work for people because you could go to rehab and you get out and you do the same thing. So everyone have their different strategies on what works for them. Sometimes when a person don't get high anymore versus them getting high, they have an addiction to something else. And it's called sweets. When you crave sweets, whether it's chocolate, candy, just a sweet tooth. It's like getting high all over again. So the amount of times that you're eating those sweets is how many times you would get high a day. If you actually don't drink wine every day, but you're having sex every other day, you change one addiction to a next. But if you use the positive addictions, okay, I'm going to change the negative addictions to the positive. So versus me gravitating towards a toxic relationship and turning it to, uh, to turning it into a toxic situation, I'm going to turn myself and this situation into a peaceful and mindful and respectful me versus me tying myself up in this cycle that I got away from, that I'm addicted to, and it feels so good. I'm going to tie myself up in something that fits me and not something that I'm used to or not something that the drug that enjoy hitting me wants me to continue to hit it. I can't hit you anymore. I can't gravitate towards you anymore. Are you addicted to God or are you addicted to the devil? No, I cannot be addicted to wearing shankles anymore. No, I cannot be addicted to crying every day anymore. No, I cannot be addicted to helping everyone more than I help myself. No, I cannot be addicted more than actually wishing negative than speaking positive. No, I cannot be addicted to things that no longer serves me purpose. I should be addicted to things that is serving me purpose. But if you spend so much time focus focusing on the things that serve you no purpose, you will become more addicted to that than anything. And by the time you even get out of the cycle, you won't think that you are actually already in it because you're too wrapped up. It's like playing double dutch. You think that you bobbing and weaving and you're in and out, but in reality, you never got out. 
you just moving in different directions to still stay in between the ropes. What is your addiction? Ask yourself that. What is your addiction? What are you used to? What are you addicted to that you want to get away from? What are you addicted to that you want to continue to go towards even more? What forms of addiction have you noticed within yourself, not within someone else? What type of addictions do you have that you've noticed within yourself that you could be become either possibly better with or your addiction is getting worse again? So it's like, man, I'm, I want to stop drinking and I'm tired, of, I'm tired of drinking, but I'm addicted to it because it makes me feel so good. But even though it make you feel good, what does it do to you? Do you feel like you can go without it? Or do you feel like you always have to have it with you? Just to give you that booster, like a booster shot. How many times are you going to continue to boost yourself up for something that's going to eventually make you feel so low? Why you keep low blowing yourself? trying to stay high is life that boring when you're not addicted to the high that you normally get high off of how does it really feel to be addicted to you we spend so much time being addicted to other things that we don't even know what's the inner you You change your mind every day, every day, every second. But are you changing your mind for your own thoughts and your own addictions? Or are you changing your mind and your thoughts for other people's addictions and you making it yours? So not only are you addicted to your addictions, but you're addicted to other people's addictions. And you don't don't even like being addicted to, you know, everything that they're addicted to. But because you're around them, Now you are becoming accustomed to their addictions and their traits and their motives and their different scenes that they're placing within you. That's not even you. It's like put it's like a person putting a memory chip inside of your body, allowing you to remember everything that's them. But it's like an auto delete button for everything that's you. So you don't put someone else's memory chip in you, but yours is on the side of the road. Now you're addicted to everything that's in them. So now they have someone to get high with. No, go find your memory chip, fill it up with your memory, with your dreams, with your bottles of water. Stop filling your body with stuff that's killing you. Stop filling your mind with things that's constantly spitting on you. Picture yourself as a garbage can. A blue garbage can. And it's two different garbage cans. One of them have a trash full, you know, just hella stuff. You got dry stuff. You got the wet ketchup. It's just stuff, just just nasty garbage just piling in your ear. But you have the fresh garbage that you can actually water. And no matter how much you water, it's going to keep growing like the Christmas trees 
to where you're not going to be able to fit so many trees in there no more because of how much you watered it. But as long as you keep go gravitating towards this garbage can that you can't even pour water in your ear to actually push out, the longer you're going to grow into garbage versus actually filling yourself up with water. Get rid of the garbage. Get rid of stuff that stinks. Get rid of stuff that makes you slip like you actually slipped on a banana peel. And actually fill yourself with water. You have to, it takes so long to empty out garbage. Because we don't really know that it's garbage up until we try to water ourselves and understand that you cannot water yourself properly if you continue to be and hang around garbage. If you continue to fill yourself up with garbage. Garbage is nasty. Do you like taking the trash out? Or do you let your trash sit in your house and just stink and smell? Picture the trash can as an, as an addiction. How long is you going to let this addiction sit in your home and stink up your home before you actually clean your house? You smell the addiction long enough. Yes. You allowed your house to stink and then smell good and then stink and then smell good again. But this time around, what did you do to that room where you were circulating from the weed to the to the alcohol, to the crack, to the cocaine, to the meth, to the heroin, to the ecstasy pills? What did you do to it? You put them rubber ducky gloves on. You removed the plates. You removed the shot glasses. And you put that cup of water in the middle of the floor. And you just stared at it. You just stared at it. And you actually understood, mm, you so pretty. I'm about to drink you. And when you drink that, that, that cup of water, you pour yourself another cup and another cup and another cup and another cup and actually understand that that's what's good for you. And that's going to help you grow. Because a lot of people may think that the grass is greener on the other side. But like Steve Harvey said, the grass is greener where you water it. And wherever you decide to water, your grass is where it will grow. Of course, certain areas in your life is not going to grow because you keep putting dirt on it versus watering it. You don't have to just water one area. Water every area in your life. Pick up that glass and do not think about bringing these drugs back into this room that you need to fill with water. Do not think about bringing the body that you were used to having sex with into this room of drugs. Do not think about bringing the aroma or the negativity or anything in this room because the only thing that deserves to be in this room is glasses of water that you're going to continue to fill and actually drink properly and actually understand that this water that you drinking properly, you done went from a caterpillar to a butterfly. Now, now that you done went from a caterpillar, to caterpillar, caterpillar, I'm getting tongue tied over here because my mind is going faster than my mouth. You go from a caterpillar to a butterfly. You done got tired of the mosquitoes sucking you dry. You got tired of the lion chewing you up and spitting you out. So now you're a fish 
in the tank, in the fish tank, just swimming. And you swimming and you swimming. And you could see what's next for you because it's so bright. And even though you may be behind a couple rocks, you still swimming in the ocean. The sun is glistening down on you, allowing you to swim faster. And when you look up, you're a mermaid. Mermaids are beautiful. So understand that you have to hit rock bottom in order to be able to swim. And it's okay to be addicted. But what's not okay is to allow being addicted to control you being addicted to chasing the addicted. Stop chasing the addiction. Let that addiction go. Because only thing you need to be addicted to is constantly chasing you.